And if you don't, you'll soon find out. Nice little chocolate duo that I've been up. Y'all know what's up. This is a podcast brought to you by 10th Year Seniors. And I'm Amanda. I'm Claudia. And we really need to work on our scheduling. Yeah. Because this is the longest we've ever yeah. taken to get through a series. We're like on episode oh. nine. Is that a piece heist? Girl, why would you say that a lot? I'm so sorry. <laughs> oh. John, edit that out, please. Yeah, I don't even see where that's coming from. Okay. 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 Got it. We're fine. <laughs> anyway, we need to work on our scheduling because we on episode nine, and I feel like this is the longest series ever. Ever. We just is can't get it together. But Claudia, do you have anything you'd like to share? Of course, guys, <laughs> listeners, good people. I passed my driving test today. Okay. <laughs> I passed, and I'm gonna get my license next Thursday. We're recording this on a Thursday, so when we when come it, back, yeah, by the I, time y'all hear mm-hmm, us again, Claudia will have, have possession yes, of the actual card. My card is gonna be with me. Uh huh. I don't know why they didn't have your card right then and there just to get it, but I don't know. When people renew their card, that don't take a week. Yeah. But everything cool. Everything cool. Everything cool. Are you so excited to be a... I'm so excited. I'm glad I won't get tickets anymore. I can't wait to go through my first. You've been getting tickets. Like, is that wrong to say on air? You used to be getting tickets? Not a lot. No, but you get tickets. Oh, for not having your light. So would you show them your learner's permit or you just to say, I don't have it on me? Yeah. Ah. Mm. And that's gotten expensive with COVID. <laughs> like that not having a license thing. Because yeah, I get stopped and but didn't it, have it. it so it, I was like... Yeah, it always pays to know people low. Yeah. And it also Shout pays... Shout out my cousin, Kareem. Girl, why would you... <laughs> Moving on. Another thing that's changed since we've last recorded, the bell has been rung. Ding, 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 And elections are going to be next month. On my birthday, actually, on the 16th. Wow. I mean, I said I'd take the day off Mm because that reporter was like, it ain't going to be treated as a holiday. And I was like, wait. (laughs) Come on, love. Exactly. How do you feel? Are you voting? Yes, I'm voting. Are you so... So you was already registered? Yeah, I registered in 2017, but they said you could still vote if you did. You just need your... I mean, I still have the card because they say they still was using a purple card. It just kind of worn. But they said you should be able to vote once you have your passport and you're on the registrar list. I need to iron out those details, but I still have the card anyway. I registered last year, so... Oh, wow. I... Even if that was the case, I still would have been... You didn't vote in 2017? No. Wow. Because I moved home in 2016. Oh, okay. So I was like, I honestly do not know enough yeah. to make like a valid vote. Like, I have no idea what's going on. I don't know what you host got going on. Right. So I didn't vote. I didn't register. And then this time around, like I think I said before, since the pandemic, I just was like, I don't really have no help in this pandemic from the government. And so if I can't depend on them, mm-hmm. I don't actually care about voting because you're not actually doing anything for me. Right. And also where I live, 
hasn't really changed outside of maybe getting more dangerous over the years. So yeah. I don't see where. It, 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 no, it doesn't help. Not my mm-hmm. area. I, I vote in, in the village area and I just, I mean, I walk around this time, but I only see them like oh, election uh, time. Mm-hmm. Oh, pandemic come Christmas and Christmas and Thanksgiving come and gone. Not a grocery voucher, not a ham, not a. T- yeah, mm-hmm. but shout out to the the letter after O. Letter before M. P. L. What? You say before N-O, M. Before after L-M-N-O. O. N-O. After O. Before. Anyway, L-M-N-O-P. the PLP is during the pandemic, it was like still weekend lockdown time. Mm-hmm. I remember they had came with these some durable grocery bags and they had like little tuna and stuff in it and Aww. grits and the half loaf of bread. See, I could do yeah, that. Yeah, stuff like that. I, I, they, I think that. they came around a total of twice during oh. like the week da- the weekend lockdown mm-hmm. time. When you couldn't go to no grocery yeah. store. They had came around and brought those. I still have the durable bags. But, oh, that's good. Yeah. I would have loved they to do that around, around Even, by us. Um, I think it was Father's Day. They did a little something. That's God Not y'all be seeing these people. Yeah. Yeah, they've been putting in that no, work, child. Prior to the whole thousand signs mm-hmm. and the little commercial them and thing that 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 fellow was making any face known around the area and stuff like that. Child, so I didn't know that boy. Tell you, well, first of all, I only see the PLP so far. Yeah. I see the F and M, and he been around once. Man, you remember the lady who say she have those strategic setups? That's who Where she for, is. She running for F and M in your area. Is she yes. really? The woman who says she need she she needs strategic she is smart. yeah she but she needs strategic setups. What about her signs? Because the PLP right need signs right on not on my lawn because the lawn behind the fence but right right there by mm. the government road. Yeah, and she ain't leave no sign nowhere. Yeah, she and have, she, she, have little, she have little bit boards around the place though. That's because they probably trying to go in different areas. That's a big area, you know. Well, they better have gone to our corner and yeah. don't come on looking swinging and mm-hmm. don't bring no fly because mm-hmm. I don't drive nowhere. So. I might as well brief you. But I mean, when they come, I can tell them, babes, I voting. Yeah, though I move, I still voting in the Garden Hills area. I'm still on the fence. About who you go vote for? Yeah. But the, the um, I love the rosters. Let me start there. But <laughs> it's Mario Boleg for PLP and it's Stephen Greenslade for F&M mm-hmm. and the roster gentleman for um the Coalition of Dependents. Mm-hmm. Coalition of Dependents. Yeah, he's... I can't remember his name. I knew it. Um, but he's a, your fave. No, he's not my fave. He's you not just my say fave. I like the Rastas. I like him, but I, I'm not going to vote for him because that party in itself is underdeveloped in my mm. in my humble opinion. Okay, got you it. You know? Hmm. Well, y'all enjoy y'all election day. Mm. Hopefully, like... Other things are open, so I could still have a birthday. Well, the bars won't be open. Sorry? Remember, bars is closed on election day. I can remember. I can remember. I can remind you like a day or two before to grab your liquor, because so so people could be of sound mind. Alcohol don't sleep in my house. So I can't buy it in advance. Yeah, bars are not open, because they're... What? Yeah. How do you even know that? I think we worked last election, like, was last election a public holiday day? No. So I was home? Yeah. And it was in May. Yeah. It was definitely not a holiday. It was definitely... But they don't open bars because they So there was, there was work that day. Yeah. I went to work late that day. Okay, so I wouldn't have noticed because I was at work all day. Maybe. So I wouldn't have... And it was in May, so I wouldn't have been drinking anyway. And also, yeah. we used to have happy hours on my job. So... Yeah. Either way, I would... What, yeah. Uh, what else they, is we close? 
I try to remember, but I know they say they want people to be of sound mind. They don't want people to be drunk when they voting. So there's closed bars on that day. What about when the polls close? Um, no, no. Still, that I think that they still or either day is open late. I have to get clarification. I know they don't oh operate gosh. that day. Yeah, I'm surprised you did not know these things. No, yeah. I, I listen. I'm not a politics girl at all. Time, even my my area. Mm-hmm. That's why I don't ever encourage us to talk too much about it because yeah. I don't know anything about it. I try to learn what I can, but. Same old. After this election, I could try to keep up with it for the But they ain't really the next... putting nothing out yes. there for us to know, you know? They just getting sassy with each other. That's the only things you see. I think you have to, like, always keep, like, keep watching the news. They don't be saying nothing on there. They just, just be saying the opposition do this. The the government do this. So I want to keep up. Right. I want to keep up so I can vote. The next time around. Right. By the time I have children, I definitely won't be voting. I so mean, I, could, I think so they you could, could see. go. Remember back then, they used to have these pamphlets. Like these you know, look like graduation books. Mm-hmm. And they'd have their ratifications in it. And their. I think the, the man from my area be, give me a little pamphlet, you know. You got to read it then, man. No, that's what the man got to offer in there. I knew him. I just couldn't remember. Sing, um, what his name where? is? Jamal from Strong. COB. He been to COB. Okay, that's probably where I remember. Mm-hmm. But I couldn't. And he's a... Uh, I, well, I don't want to tell all the boy business. He in a fraternity as well. So oh, you might have okay. seen someone of Maybe, them. yeah. But when he comes, Leslie Miller, like, basically kind of tell me what they want to do. Yeah. So I was like, okay, when I get a minute, because I was cooking, I was like, okay, when I get a minute, I'm, I'm going to read it. But he essentially was like, they want put a park, wherever, they want cameras, and la la ray ray. And I was like, okay, solid. Um, Y'all to second set of people. Don't send nobody else, y'all. Yeah. Unless they have something for me. Yeah. But they ain't never been around since, so... Oh, well, okay. Um, summer's also coming to an end. Did you have uh, a good summer? No, this is not litty, okay? I had like a lit... I don't even remember my Christmas being that litty. I'm trying to think. Christmas was just gone? Yeah. Christmas was fun, girl. Yeah, I do a little fun time. They what they call orgasms. I remember there was a really good Christmas was fun karaoke there. night there. Yeah, I, I know it was fun enough for me to have like a Twitter thread. Yeah. So was, I, I've been, mm, I know I've been all quite a bit. Yeah. I do a little thing in the Christmas. Oh, it was really fun. Yeah, boy, now that I think about that, I, I, yeah, I had a better Christmas, Christmas fun, versus boy. my summer. My summer, I didn't go to the beach at all. Not even once. I didn't go to the beach. And my boyfriend's mom made me this really cute crochet painting suit with shells on it. And I really want to wear it. So go to the beach, Claudia. Yeah. Go so, go on Sunday. Yeah. Like, <laughs> what's stopping you? The beach is free. And you need to hurry up before they lock us down. If yeah. they lock us down. You remember you could only go to the beach in the morning. Yeah, and I, wow, I, I never made, and I, ne- and I never made it because that's morning. That's when I realized that I don't like the beach that much because y'all can't get me out there first thing in the morning. I, if I lived closer to it, maybe then you might have could get me out in the morning, but I don't live on the outskirts. I live like in town. So the morning, no babes. I still, I still eating breakfast and things and things. Yeah. And then I, I was always working. So yeah. it was like nothing in the morning, but you need to go to the beach. You need mm-hmm. to make that a... You need to make that a thing. Cool. I can't believe you don't. Yeah. You haven't been for the entire summer. Mm-mm. And you just been on the boat? When? When he was like, booty out. Remember when you posted a picture? Yeah, but that was a no st- mess. That was so long ago. That was not in the summer. Oh, wow. That had to have been before January. Not now. Nah, stop it now, Claudia. Man, I wouldn't lie for that. <laughs> I could tell you. Girl. I can tell you exactly when that was. Now, when it was this, this was the 11th of January. Oh, my gosh. Yes. When all y'all had on, like, the thong bikinis yes, or whatever. Yes, yes. 
Wow. That was a fun day. That was a fun day. Why do we need to go on the beach? Yeah, it's a desperate I mean, now we have to wait to, like, get another wax, but yeah. we have to go. We have to go on the beach, man. Mm-hmm. Anyway, so the topic today is finding yourself. Do you think you found yourself? Just yes or no? Yes. You think you found yourself? Yes. When? Like, how long have you I, been found? I learn new stuff every year about mm-hmm. myself, but I think I really found, found Jisoo. I want to say 2015. Oh. I want to say 2015. But like I said, I learn very amazing things about myself as the years go on. But I think that 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 year, because that's when I turned 18. When I turned 18, that's when things changed That's also when you became a strong woman. Yeah. Oh, wow. Yeah, so. What would you define as someone knowing themselves or knowing like finding themselves when you say you find yourself how would you describe that what does that look like to you um because i i've found myself even though like as we said you grow all the time but i found myself and for me finding yourself is like knowing who you are knowing what you value knowing what you have to offer and with those things you know your strengths and your weaknesses, mm-hmm. you know what, what's not important to you what you don't value and you know who you're not yeah so to me when i hear someone say I'm I'm trying to find myself. I think you're trying to find who you are. Yeah. What you think is important and like, you know? I'll just piggyback on what you said. But when you have a better understanding of yourself and your mm-hmm. behaviors and your reactions to stuff like that is when you say, Okay, yeah, this is who I is, you know. This is me. Yeah. Okay, well I was on psychalive.org and they have these like little tips on like what you need to do to find yourself. And I, since we both think that we found ourselves, I think it would be cool for us to go through it and see if like we've done all mm-hmm. of the things on this little list. So the first thing is making sense of your past. So essentially the idea behind it is... <laughs> okay. <laughs> when I read it, I was like, why we got to start yeah, with Yeah, like, come on, Daddy, man. Claudia favorite topic. Come on. But essentially the idea behind making sense of your past is like understanding how whatever's already happened shaped who you were mm-hmm. or who you are so that you could kind of understand why you have, I guess, reactions or why you have this, the perceptions you have to date. So you have to make sense of those things that happened, whether it be like good stuff or bad stuff and understand how that affects you now. And if you either need to change that or just mm-hmm. acknowledge that, okay, I'm like this because X, Y, Z, and I don't want to change it because ABC. Have you made sense of your past? <sighs> and can you give me... An example if the answer is yes. I mean, I think I know your answer, but go ahead. Okay. Mm-hmm. Would you like me to go first? Yeah, you go first. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I understand it a little bit for true. Because I I don't want to say I was so much traumatized because then I really had a good daddy and I had a good life. You don't so. have to have bad parents to not to be traumatized. Yeah, but stuff... Okay, let's say I want to use government school as a... Example, mm-hmm. seeing Ooh. certain stuff and Tease then... punch is swallowing my coochie. Oh, go ahead. Oh, sorry. Wow. Like experiencing high school and you have high school and then you have government high school. Two completely different things. Two mm-hmm. completely different environments. And then that's such an impressionable time in your twen- teenage years. And I think now that's why I'm just a tad bit more street smart than the average person because I've seen stuff. And you've had people try teeth you by teeth mm-hmm. your teeth your phone at school and stuff like that, you know. So I want to use that as one of the examples. So I understand why some things would happen back then is mm-hmm. why I am the way I am now. And I'd be like, well, I can't do nothing with the fact that I am a little hood, mm-hmm. you know, because that's just 
what I've been through and I remain hood because that's why I'm so funny and that's why I'm so <laughs> relatable, you know? So do you think, when, okay, do you think that the things that you would have experienced in government school made you more street smart today? Mm-hmm. Do you think that if you had went to a private school, you would still be as street smart? No. Because? My only opinion, y'all don't attack me. I just feel like private school is a little sheltered. Mm-hmm. And, you know, when people, parents paying for their education, they're expecting certain behaviors and education coming for mm-hmm. their children. Government school is kind of like, okay, well, I can't really afford. This is like free education. I can't mm-hmm. afford to send my child to private school and I can't get them a scholarship. Or maybe they're having learning difficulties. Mm-hmm. They could go to government school. So if I had gone to private school, I was in the private sector for like one year. And for some odd reason, I really, well, I know I didn't like it. I wasn't of that faith. Mm-hmm. But... You know, you go into private school and you kind of have your teachers, I think, may pour into you more. I'm mm-hmm. not sure, you know, but private school is a little more sheltered. And then a lot of the private schools are Christian schools. Mm-hmm. So you have a lot of Christian morals. Of course, we have that in government school, but it's not as prominent mm-hmm. in private school. So I think that's probably why. No, I went to Catholic school. So naturally, oh, religion was a yeah. big, a big Like when I went to BA and they pray before every class I was like what day of seven day pray? right yes pray mm-hmm. again and we had eight periods day of days so, day <laughs> so listen stay into that prayers per, prayers or no but prayers and you was like what's going on in this place even if you had a double period uh, it was a, was it a long prayer because I don't have to no kinda... it wasn't a long prayer it was just like a thank you God whatever whatever amen or sometimes you'll say the Our Father prayer. But here's the thing. Before if you have a class? Yes. If you have a double period, right? And you were there and you prayed and then the bell rang for another period to start, you would pray again. And I used to be like, Lord, please forgive me. Don't strike me down. I shouldn't say, but like, and don't, no, no offense to anybody, but I've heard that like Adventists are kind of intense anyway. Yeah, it is. So I'm not, I'm not surprised. Yeah, I, I think that's why I came out the sector so quickly, but it was I, it was a bad year, you know. I didn't want mm-hmm. to be there. I would have preferred. I think I would have thrived at another going back to government school, and I did. So well, I yeah, agree with ha- you. They have a lot going on there, man. I agree with you on the whole. And I keep getting get detention for going to Bamboo, and I'm like, <laughs> I'm not. Claudia, why you why you keep going to Bamboo? From you getting the first attention, why did you keep going? Because I used to be hungry after school. Because I, I I wasn't big on vegan food. You know they didn't. Oh serve, yeah, they don't serve me. They don't serve the meat. So I was like, you could no, eat. They have to stop that channel. And my daddy never used to pick me and my sister up until he got off like five or six o'clock. So of course I'm there and I'm hungry and the cafe is already closed. So after school. I wasn't like walking out the yard during school. I was like after school thing. I'll go across the road and get a little tie, snag me my sister, jab, mm-hmm. boom, detention. From across the road? Mm-hmm. No man. When I come back in the yard, yeah. It's good. Oh, you would come back in the yard? Yeah, to eat it. Well, eat it. I gotta wait on my daddy. Eat it by bamboo ribs. You know, chair on the ending, they just start putting those benches there. It was just like a stand-up free for all those years back back in two thousand nine. It's it's giving prison. Um, yeah. I agree with you though on the private school thing. I think people try so hard to say, oh, it's just the same, da 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 da, and it's like it's literally not. That's why that's why people pay school fee for something different. Like that, not saying that like anyone from those particular classes are smarter or like less worthy than the others, but it's like the environment is different because people pay for the environment. The teachers are different because they're paid different. Like. Private schools and government schools are going to be different. Yeah. 
anyway, um, I made sense with my past when I realized things. Remember I talked about, like, my hyper-independence yeah. before? And it wasn't because, like, oh, I couldn't depend on her when I was younger. Mm-hmm. But I realized that because I always saw the adults in my family be independent, I did. it never it just, occurred yeah. to me to, like, be asking people for stuff or to, to wait for someone to give me something because I never saw Sam do yeah. that. And that was whether the adults were married or whether they were single or divorced or widowed or whatever, I never saw them go outside of our unit to get mm-hmm. assistance anywhere. So yeah. when I grew up, I just was like, I have to make sure I have everything I need right. because I can't ask no one. And my grandma's the type of person, you know how they say like, or if you bring something from outside the house, like a pencil or something, you have to mm-hmm. give it back. Mm-hmm. My grandma's the type, if I come home and my socks down because I used to wear my socks mm-hmm. up and I she'd be like oh why like why your socks like that because Diana you leave if I say this is style she would row because mm-hmm. don't bring that word in here right because style is for outside you and you're not that's how my people was so like that's like the kind of making sense in my past I had to do because I was like everyone is making it seem like it's so bad I don't yeah. want help and I I just used to be like well why y'all want help so bad what's what's the difference but anyway yeah so you've made sense with your past Yes or no? Yes, I did. I'm so sorry. sorry. I shake in my head like they could see me. That's why I tried my to bad. Take a my bad. Okay, the second thing is differentiate. So essentially what they mean by that is differentiating between what you essentially I guess know or what you were taught versus what you actually believe and they have like these little things, these little mm-hmm. subcategories. So breaking harmful internalized thought processes Mm. so i for me i would say it was difficult for me to break the thought process of homophobia Mm -hmm. because i didn't realize how bad it was until like i had to like go away and like see different cultures and i just was like oh this is actually kind of mean this is actually not like a nice yeah like you actually shouldn't be like that and misogyny as well. Like I struggle because I guess because I grew up in church, mm-hmm. gender roles and misogyny. I struggled to like let go of those processes because I didn't know nothing else. Mm-hmm. And then I gone out into the world looking for myself, and I was like, you know what? I might like get in the garbage patrol. Yeah, I'm maybe the gays are not. Maybe they don't have an agenda. Yeah. Let's think about it. Maybe mm-hmm. they don't. <laughs> Let's chat. You know what it was for me when I thought to myself. Oh, and especially when I thought about dealing with men and how how gay people in general are treated on a regular basis, I was like, there is no way that somebody wakes up in the morning and chooses that kind of treatment. Mm. There's no way that somebody wakes up every day and freely chooses to be attracted to same sex just to have to go to work or go out yeah. and be berated or bullied or beat up. And when I realized, like, this can't be a choice because no one would choose this, I was like, so ho. I, I know I notice a little off topic, but mm-hmm. I notice sometimes that it's been said that if you're not attracted to bisexual or gay men, then you're probably homophobic. And I always was confused about that because I have gay male friends. I have men who, mm-hmm. who, who have that lifestyle and I love and adore them and I would go to war for them mm-hmm. right now. But personally, to mm-hmm. say get intimate or look at them in that light. I see them as a friend and nothing more, Mm -hmm. you know? And someone used an example saying, okay, suppose somebody, I I think, I don't know, color and sex may, Mm -hmm. sexual preference may differ. Mm -hmm. I don't know how much it differs, but it's been saying that, hey, it's homophobic because your reasoning behind not wanting a gay man is homophobic. And I struggle with thinking about that sometimes because I'm like, 
But from I was like in primary school and my my sisters would have gay male friends and I would always think that they're the most precious things in the world. And then when I got up in age and I realized that my friends had that lifestyle and I still love and Mm -hmm. care for them and support them no matter what. And I didn't wish to date. Mm-hmm. A gay man. I was trying to figure out like how was that homophobic. Well, I don't. I don't think the issue is not wanting to date a gay man because a gay man wouldn't want to date you. Right. What is What is your reasoning behind not wanting to be with a bisexual man? So I guess the first question would be: Do you believe that men and women can be bisexual? Do you believe that women can be bisexual? Yes. Do you believe that men can be bisexual? The pause is the problem. Yeah. And it's not to say that, like, you malicious or no, you hate them or nothing mm-hmm. like that. No. But it's something internalized in us. And same for me. The only reason I would not want to be with a bisexual man is because he's attracted to men. That doesn't make it okay or that doesn't make it right. And I understand that it's a double standard. But that's one of the internalized processes that I struggled with. But I don't struggle anymore because yeah. it don't have to make sense to me. Yeah. If they offend it, I understand why they're offended and I can accept it. Yeah. That's just how I feel. Maybe I'll go out of it, maybe I won't, but I, I recognize that there is no other reason besides he's attracted to men as well. Yeah. That ain't okay, but that's that's what it that's is. That's the box. And a part of finding yourself is not well, we're gonna get to it, but not like letting your inner critic beat you too bad yeah. for how you feel or what you think. That's just yeah, that's just that's, where we is mm-hmm. with it. But yeah, essentially that that that's the homophobia because there is okay. no real Here reason okay. for you to feel like that except because yeah, but that's okay, that's okay. Um, the other thing was separating negative personality traits assimilated from one's parents. So like, <laughs> now my mother it's did a, a whistle number for me. on me. Um, I think for me as it relates to like getting out of certain habits, both of my parents are very very sassy mm-hmm. and by sassy i mean they could be rude or they could they could yeah. come off a little blunt or harsh yeah. now for my mom that changed when she found god yeah but my daddy things no. things the yeah day. he don't know how to talk to people but when i realized that honesty without compassion is cruelty i was like okay manda you might feel this way but but you don't have to say yeah. that or like you could you could mold it in a way that it can be palatable to the person that's hearing it and so that you could still get your point across. So that's mm-hmm. a habit that I had to change that I saw in my parents. Like, you can't just say whatever. You have to tailor it because if I call myself a Christian and I do identify with that, I have to lead with love. And yeah. so if I talk to someone and they don't get love from my speech, mm-hmm. how well am I doing in this Christian walk? And that's something that, like... On my journey yeah. to finding myself, I was yeah. like, oh, watch your mouth. Right. What's your problem? Do you have an example of a trait that is a direct result of like... Yeah, my mother is extremely aggressive. Mm. Extre- like, it is almost ridiculous. And I see that a lot of times in me. And then I see it a lot of times in my sister. You know, some people get offensive and they're like, whatever. Like, when... My mother or one of our children gets offended. It's automatically, do you have a problem? Do you have a problem? If you do explain it, like we get hyper off of Mm -hmm. when we get defensive and it's not right, but it's like, (laughs) but you, you've realized where it comes from and that it needs to change. Even sometimes when I hear my sister talk to her toddler kids, I remember my mom being like, Hey, sit the F down, sit your F and A down girl. 
and like pinching the hell out of us and mm-hmm. I see my sister a lot of times and I just be like you so much like mommy you have to stop that I was gonna ask if you speak up when you no, see these things yeah I, I usually say hey come on don't don't okay that's good even when I speak I don't beat my nieces or nephews mm. nah I know what happened when I am mature but I now when, yeah, when, my, nah. when my nieces and nephews make me talk I say hey hey come here <laughs> And I talk to them harshly. I say, listen, do not hit your brother, okay? Would you like it if someone hit you? That's not nice. When he do something wrong, you come tell someone my size, okay? Do not I hit him back. I much bigger than now. No, I mean, but you know what I mean. Go find a, an adult. Okay, relinquish defense mechanisms formed in adoption to painful events. So. No. I started to think I didn't find myself after oh, you keep saying this. <laughs> I'm trying to think of... Um, okay, so because people don't like don't always realize this, but in my family I am more of the the quieter one or the nicer yeah. one. And sometimes people don't believe that because mm-hmm. I'm still like quite blunt and honest. But because I'm not a person that likes likes shouting and like I might mind fighting but like arguing and shouting, I don't like yeah. that. It makes me very scared because I'm not used to it. Mm-hmm. And so for me when I see that, not to be dismissive. But if someone like have a problem, but they can't explain it to me in a talking tone, I just stop talking. I just shut down completely because yeah. I never had to deal with that. Yeah. And so, and I also, when I was younger, if I would say to my daddy, oh, daddy, I don't like cursing. Mommy said that's a bad word. My daddy stopped cursing in front of me from I was in primary school. To this to this day, I don't have my daddy cursing in front of me. Yeah. I know that he curses. But yeah. I don't, so for me, if I say don't curse and you keep cursing, in my mind, Okay, I don't have to talk to you. Yeah. Which in not saying that people should be cursing at each other, but I could stay and communicate. I don't have to walk away. Yeah. But that was the thing that I was like, You mean I have to I have to finish this conversation? Mm-hmm. I really don't want to do this. I rather just I rather just slap you and go with my business. Right, right, that's what I'm saying. But yeah, so y'all you say no, you in damn defense mechanism you're still working on. Mm-hmm. Okay, that's fine. And the last one was develop one's own values, ideals, and beliefs. Mm-hmm. As opposed to the ones that you were automatically assigned. Yeah. So I think my biggest thing was that with that was I used to think of my Christian walk as like, oh, you have to be like I thought it was like a me thing. Like, a, you have to do this, you have to do that, you can't do this, you can't do that. And through my journey of finding myself, I realized it's more of how you treat other people. Like, yeah, you have yeah. to love yourself, but you have to love people on the outside, yeah. too. It's it's a dual thing. And when I realized, like, once you lead with love, you don't have to tell people you're a Christian. You don't have to, like, yeah. I, don't have, I don't have to be, like, you don't have to post scriptures or do all of this stuff or act like you better than people. You can meet people where they is and where you is, and if you lead with your words and your actions with love, because I had a supervisor and I can't call her nothing else. Every time somebody upset, I say, y'all better leave this God-fearing woman <laughs> this instant, okay? She is a decent woman and she's going to remain decent, but both her, mm. I step in. <laughs> I big step in right now. That's why they say don't right touch God's anointing. Don't, don't. Listen, don't even do that. <laughs> okay, this other one was, so we got back in the list, seek meaning. Do you think you know what your purpose in life is? Do you know what is meaningful to you? Or maybe something that you thought was meaningful and in your journey you realize, I actually don't care about it that much. So I used to think that I wanted to be married so bad. I used to think that being a Mm -hmm. wife mattered so much to me. And the older I got and the more independent I got and the more I got out into the world and explored and things of that nature, I realized you don't necessarily need to be a wife. 
your yearning is to be a mother. Yeah. But because of your beliefs, you coincide the two together. And when I realized that, I was like, oh my God, what am I going to do? Like, am I going to have to pop it open for a real one and just have a baby? Mm -hmm. (laughs) That one still is, like, difficult for me. But, like, that was something I had to realize, like, it is more meaningful for me to be a mom than it is for me to be a wife. And that's okay. Yeah. Gonna make me a bad person. That's just where I see meaning and value. And I, I do think one of my purposes is to be a mother and to have a family. Yeah, I think that's that's somewhere. Somewhere I'm supposed <laughs> to be there too. But I think I'm supposed to be a supporter. You know, like I'm supposed to help. Like even with my friends and stuff like that. Like I like being the first person I run to, you know, Aww. when when it's something bad, something good, mm-hmm. something strange, you know, they run to me. I like that my sisters, some of them, you know, they come to me and be like, oh, well, I'm feeling like this. Even my big sister who lives with me, she's much older than me. She'll come, oh, I'm not feeling well, you know. I like the fact that people sink into me when mm-hmm. they want to feel better, you know. Yeah. Or even when they're upset about, let's say, breakups, job losses, anything like that. And I just say, man, let's just go out for the evening, you know. How can I help you, you know. Mm-hmm. How can I be there for you? What can I do for you to make you feel better? So you, you know, so. Okay. So you you find value and meaning in helping people out of rough patches or helping them celebrate good yeah, patches. Okay. Even at work and stuff like that. I think my manager is kind of fed up now. You know, even if I walk in past, I'd be like, hey, Mrs., you, you need anything? I go in the branch, you have a deposit to me? Okay. <laughs> or sometimes I'll walk by and be like, hey, I noticed it's three o'clock and you didn't leave your office yet. Are you eating lunch or... Oh, you just wanted to, oh, yeah. girl, you, you wanted to know? Yeah. No, I just want to check in because I want to make sure you eat. You can't just sit by that desk all day. You have to eat something or you're not going to feel How well. How often do you do that? Because I'm thinking about when I, I was that, in like, office. I do that like once a week. Okay, time by. Yeah, I don't do that like every day. No. Thing. I'll ask if she need everything, anything though. Because sometimes she'll have something for me to do. Mm-hmm. And I wouldn't know until she leaves the office. And I don't. You, know, I you just, don't want to hold up when no, it's quick yeah, time. So I'm just like, hey something else you need me to do for you i just gotta make sure she's straight because mm-hmm. really and truly i'm her secretary oh okay, really okay, truly, okay though i am the branches so and really and truly i report to her got it so i just gotta make sure you know i've been there mm-hmm. i think okay so i think being a mom is my purpose and being like a counselor of some sort so yeah. the only thing i'm figuring out now is if counseling is just gonna be a thing that i do in my regular life or if it's meant to be a career as well because right. girl i keep praying down to the church house about my forever career and it just i don't see it mm-hmm. but i know like counseling and talking to people and walking through issues i know like not only am I good at it, I find, like, great fulfillment in yeah. doing it. I just don't know if, like, that's just going to be a thing that, like, in my life I'm good at and I just have to keep at it to, like, yeah. make it better or if it's going to be, like, a career. Anyway, the next one is thinking about what you want out of life. Mm. Do you know what you want out of life? I want stability so bad. I mean, i stable now, but mm-hmm. I want, like, you know, I always look up to this woman who works with us. The same godparent woman? No, not all. Okay, I mean, not too, but, but there's a different lady. Mm-hmm. Sexy as ever. <laughs> Wear heels every day to work. I never Tiffin. see... I never see this lady come to work one day and she didn't look... Fire. Draw, fire to work. You could... T- I don't even know where she's get these outfits from. She's put on a nice hot blazer. Even my manager, who I under now. Nice car. Not even to sound materialistic, mm-hmm. but nice car. Nice jewelry. Look nice. Hair jet black or whether it be colored. Poise, eloquent, all that good stuff. Mm-hmm. 
I want a nice home. I want a nice bank account. I want the fresh car. I want a nice hairdo. I want to get massages every week. I want you to want go to black luxury. I want that. Okay. I want to travel. Mm-hmm. You know, I want my kids in private schools. Stuff like that. That's good. Yeah. That you know, are you working towards getting those things? So not like yeah, not that I you just, know what you want. Are yeah, you working towards? I just gotta climb my corporal ladder. So for right now, I just playing it safe. Mm-hmm. You know, trying to get myself in a good standing. Then in a couple of years, once I get to a good position, I'm aiming for PBO. Mm-hmm. So once I get there, I feel like things luxury is on the yeah, way. Things is, things can start. And happening. do you think that that will fulfill you? Mm-hmm. Okay. Because even when I hit hit little licks here and there, I just be like, I like this. This is a good time. <laughs> I like getting yeah, I, I like, like getting her back. Yeah. I like making money. Without a doubt. I'm sad COVID came because the hours I'd work, I used to be like, Madison, my knees and thing hurting. But when you see my boss say that check ready. Good day. Yeah. Hi. Thanks. That's the only day I feel like working. I do miss my my pre-COVID overtime yeah. hours. Like I'm just like, oh my days. Yeah. I could have done had so much corn. Agreed. I could have had so much mm-hmm. corn outside of I mean I'm grateful for life and things of that nature, but yeah. Uh not unlike you, but I I do want a comfortable life, but unfortunately I'm not moved by money. Yeah. So it's more difficult for me to find the drive to say, get up and keep going to work and mm-hmm. doing all these things. I just be like, yeah, I want to be comfortable, but also uh, I don't want mm-hmm. to do that. Like if it wasn't a necessity for me to work yeah. overtime every Saturday, I wouldn't. Cause I just, I just find more meaning in like, just you know, just not not freaking working. Yeah. I guess. But then, like, I don't have the kids to like run behind yet, so I might as well do my little work, save my little coin. But like stuff like that, like the reason I didn't, I've never gotten a second job. Y'all know I take care of my sister. I knew in my mind if I get a second job, I will not be emotionally available yeah. for my sister. Yeah. And that was something I was not willing to sacrifice. Yeah. I had to like weigh out what was more important to me and. Being emotionally supportive and emotionally available mm-hmm. to me will always top that. So I just was like, babes, you got have to make your life work with the yeah. money you're getting because you ain't willing to get a second job. It ain't important enough to you. Yeah. And my sister's way different from me, so she'll never mind. But I just was like, well, now I know what's important to me. Yeah. Okay, the next one was recognizing your personal power. So when they say that, they essentially mean like, what you could do and what you could be in control of and what you could make happen for mm-hmm. yourself. So, like, realizing and applying what's necessary for your own individual happiness and life. So, your strength, your confidence, your confidence to have a good individual life, mm-hmm. that's your personal power. Do you think you fully recognized your personal power or taken advantage of it, I should say? Well, I think I'm very charming. <laughs> Honestly, I think I am extremely charming not to brag or nothing like that but when they opened up this position that i'm at now i remember showing up there and somebody was like going in a car and then i come there and somebody else is going in the room to be interviewed and somebody else is sitting in the foyer with me mm. and then i was like all these people applying for this position and then somebody else is behind me and then when i finished getting an interview i was coming on somebody else and they see me uniform was going and I was like, so i asked a guy i do i say how much people interviewing for this position he say honestly i must see like 20 30 gals for the past two days in and out in and out in and out and i say mother sick i waste my whole good hour on a Friday when I could have been to work making mm-hmm. my doodles come here to get this interview and, and strange enough I got it you know I think 
I'm extremely charming. And then as simple as helping people in the bank, this lady had an NIB envelope with her. And I was like, oh, can I ask you something, Miss James? You work NIB. So she was like, yeah, I say, so what's going on with the smart cards now? Because mine been expired last year and, you know, simple as that. Just because I was being nice and charming to her, she say, come see me next week. Oh, I'm going to see you next week and boom. <laughs> new card. And new NIB card. Yeah, new NIB card. Same thing when I went to road traffic and I was trying to get my new permit and this line was like wrap all around the Always. building. Always. And I just gone the line and I end up striking up this random conversation when old man standing on the side of me, I know. And then he say, man, I can get you straight, man, I can get you straight. He was on the line for something else, but he took mm. my documents and stuff and he passed it on same time. And boom, must he got an hour into my week and oh, give me my permit. Good. But I was like, look at God. So you know your strengths. Yeah. Do you also know your weaknesses? Like what you are not good at? Mm-hmm. Would you like to share or no? No, it's fine. Oh my gosh. I think I still have, what's the word I'm looking for? challenges obstacles yeah yeah i still have a little temper but we're working on it same we're working on it same and i i just tweeted to someone shout out to jamie that when i realized because i was starting to feel really bad that i couldn't get my temper under control like i would just you know because when i think about maintaining your temper to me that looked like never getting mad and i used to get so claudia like unreasonably mad yeah. like disproportionately mad to things that in the grand scheme are like really small even when I think back like I'd be mad and then when I in that moment when I think back on the situation I'd be like but you too mad yeah. you know this is not even necessary yeah. and I realized like but don't beat yourself up about being mad don't stop the temper just stop the triggers yeah. don't be around people who make you mad don't keep company that you don't clash with don't watch stuff that they yeah. like, so, like I just had to like tailor the things around me yeah. to like deal with that particular weakness like when I realized like I couldn't keep it together I was like you know what some of y'all just have to go yeah. some things just can't be in my spirit no more like I just can't like girl I don't even watch TV in the night before like, I can't watch cartoon in the night yeah. before I go to sleep because I'll start dreaming all kind of funny yeah. things and be fighting in my sleep and Honestly. things and my strength well I think I've shared our, like my strength is like problem solving and like yeah. talking to people and helping people and so I know like, I know like what I good at what I could do and what just in this ain't me like I don't like running errands but like if somebody's sick and it's like either be the caretaker or like go do that get their admin stuff around mm-hmm. I'd rather just be the caretaker I don't want to go stand on no line yeah. I don't want to push no and it's none of that you need someone ever go to the bathroom come um you let me let yeah. me wipe you up mm. that's more my those kind yeah, of things yeah that's ministry yeah okay silencing your inner critic do you find that you're like hard on yourself a lot still to this day mm-hmm. why do you think you are oh lord because I I kind of think you won't find yourself either girl man I'm kidding you <laughs> I'm kidding I'm kidding I'm kidding why what's like one particular thing that you notice that you always hard on yourself on you really don't need to be I feel like I could answer my parents more I, I feel so like, too I feel like man you know you could be a better daughter than this <laughs> and I just be like I just don't feel like it and I that it sounds so terrible because I when people parents pass they be like oh I wish there was more time I wish I was so much better than you and like they here now and I just would be like y'all just make me mad so I have to stay away from y'all but I don't want y'all to die and like we not you know 
Well, how much time you think you have, friend? That's the thing. That's why I just be like, Claudia, you have to get it together. You have to stop being so offensive, so defensive. Sorry. Yeah. You know, because but you soon... said you're still working on defense mechanism. Yeah, I'm still so... working on it. So sometimes I just be like, I'm bothering, and then sometimes I feel like I could pick up my. My little nieces and nephews from time to time, you know, and take them out a little mm-hmm. ice cream and then be like, no, your sister's is looking for babysitter. Your, your nieces and nephews don't miss I, you. They don't be asking for you. I, I, your sisters just want a freebie and I just be like, you right. And I like, I saw a little girl who shaped like one of my nieces. She's a little dumpling. I was like, oh my gosh, like, I want to see a little rude self right now. But then I was so like... Go. See why I be out of myself? Because one side is be saying, girl, just go. And I just be like, no. You're being used and abused, and it's be like, okay, <laughs> no abuse. I think you're used and abused when it's not your choice. So okay. I think if they, whether you mind or not, because I wouldn't say you're only abused when you know you're no, being abused. Because some people just don't Imagine know. you pick someone's kids up for evening, and you end up keeping them longer than you wanted to. How you end up keeping them longer than you wanted to? People not answering for me to drop their turn back. You know where they live? Yeah, and then when you go there, they're not available. So Leave them there. No, Monday, you can't do that. You can't leave little children unoccupied Aww. by themselves. See? I don't, I start thinking you find yourself either because how you feel like Aww. you can just drop sharing off. No, here's the thing. When I say leave them there, until the parents say they come in, you stay with them. Yeah. When you know they on the way, go back around the corner and wait behind the wall. When the parent comes, then you can say, this could be the last time I stay up. The next time they could be by themselves. So like leave them there for their parents to see them on the watch by themselves, but don't actually leave oh, the premises. Okay, like don't make noted. that a thing. Mm-hmm. Or another thing I would say, and guys, my suggestion to usually last resort. If I ready for y'all to go and y'all mommy ain't coming, I make it up in my mind, y'all sleeping y'all. So I turn on my alarm on. So don't even come to my house for these yeah. children no more. Because we got in the bed, we don't eat. Time to sleep. Right. Don't even, don't bother me. Mm-hmm. Parents don't like that. People don't like to feel like they ain't in control. So yeah. when you say, if you don't come and you say you come in, we going to sleep. Or we going to the bar. They could start coming on time. So you get your time with your nieces and people get to respect your time. Okay. But I also is feel, I don't have any like nieces or nephews yet. But I just feel bad because like I don't like, like pick up and like babysit my godchildren mm-hmm. or anything like that. But I just feel like my, my purpose is more of like being good to the adult and checking yeah. in with the adult and making sure like they're like mentally and emotionally there then it's me picking up y'all children and babysitting cause hun I yeah, can't say they're not life yet like I mean a pan- panoramic man like not you know and then so I don't know how to say this I I'm gonna decide to run up in the grass or trip if you're young enough to come by me and sit on the rug and be your own devices mm-hmm. I into that but this, I don't know how to entertain children. Yeah. I don't know what they be eating. Like one, of my one of my friends, oh my god, son, by me one time. I was like, do he eat granola bars? Oh, Mando. <laughs> she was like, man, he don't have no teeth. I said, and I hope you have snacks in this bag because I don't have children food, y'all. I want to give big them people things, y'all. I want to give them a chicken leg and some rice, babe. So she's like, no, yeah. I said, okay, good because the honey boo boo chai. The softest thing I have here is yogurt, and you don't even know if you lactose or not yet. So. Like, I, I don't know how to entertain children, but that's something I want to do more of or be better at. Yeah. Like, I always just check on my friends, but I think I could do a better job of being a more present godparent to the mm-hmm. child. I think I could do a better job of that. And what was the other thing I needed to... I'm hard... Oh! I stopped being hard on myself when, like, embarrassing... What I deem to be embarrassing things happen in my life. When I realized, Amanda, you're a normal person with good intentions always doing the best you could 
you could be open and share because whatever you're dealing with, you're not the only person dealing yeah. with it. So there's no need to be embarrassed. So like, stop telling yourself that like these things only happening to you or you don't want to share because you don't think people could relate. Girl, you normal and you ain't doing nothing bad to people. Right. Share. Ask for help or like tell people so they could know like what's happening. But yeah, the godchildren thing and also, I'm not, y'all know I've been single forever. I struggle with being a partner. I know how to be me. Right. And that's not to say I don't know how to be good to someone's son but like I struggle with like like, not being an individual... Like, not to say that I wouldn't be an individual anymore, but I struggle with, like, being, like, a unit. Yeah, Because I'm so used to being on my yeah. own and, like, doing my own. They're like, what you mean you want to give me dollar? Not dollar. Yeah. What you want to say? Yeah. They say, like, what you, why you want to give me that? Leave me. Why? We can't. Yeah. Like, I can't pay for myself. Like, you would... <laughs> like, what you mean you want an egg sandwich? Why you got to make your own egg Exactly. Sandwich? Why you have to make that? But, yeah, that's something that... Like, not I to be hard on myself about it, but I feel like Amanda... That is not the mindset yeah. of a partner. Like, that's you thinking as, like, a single, independent yeah, woman. Yeah. If that ain't what you want no more, then you have to act differently. That's the things I have to be hard on myself about. Okay, so practicing compassion and generosity. I always do that now. Same. Same. I always do that. Don't we, don't, have... we don't even need to get on that. Yeah, it's like, I, yeah. I feel like I saw it in that area because yeah. that's the thing that makes me happy. So it's not hard for me to, to do, do that. that. So, yeah. like, volunteer and all that good stuff. But not in these COVID times. Yeah, but... but... Yeah, 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 so that's fine. The last one is knowing the value of friendship. And so when they say that, what they mean is, obviously families like go through things and you can't pick your family, but you can pick your friends. Mm-hmm. And so if you know the value of friendship, are you picking friends that are good for you and the life that you want? Are you picking friends that are going to make finding yourself easier? Are people that are going to support that? Do you honestly feel now that you understand the value of friendship? Yeah, better than gold. So, that's honestly, it. I love that. For having you. a good friend could fill many voids. Same, and I used to be so sad to like quote unquote lose a friend, whether it's like for an argument or like I used to be scared to like grow apart from my friends. Yeah, and then I realized like if there's really down with the get down, yeah, growing apart been. wouldn't even be too much of a thing. You know what I mean? Yeah. But I just was like, you know. I think the friends that I have now, and it's not to say, like, no new friends, but it's really no new friends on this side. Mm-hmm. Like, if I don't have a reason to, like, be your friend, friend, I really don't. Yeah. I don't really bother because people just be weird and I don't like to be mixed up. Yeah. But I definitely feel like I know the value of friendship. So, now, after we've discussed those things, do you feel like you found Claudia? I found who Claudia is supposed to be, but we're working towards getting there. To find enough. Right. Okay. I, um... I know that I've already found myself because it was a long, mm. it was a long journey and I had to leave home to find myself. Mm. So I'm aware. But yeah, that's where I stand. I think one thing that would help you is traveling. Yeah. I think seeing different stuff. I, like, I, I want to do that in the near future. Because that helped me quite a bit. Anything else you want to say before we go? No, but y'all see me on the road legally now <laughs> and I'm so happy. Like, I'm really happy. Should you really be on the road with the way cases rising? I mean, you're right or whatever, but I mean, I'll I'll be on the road after the fact, you know, mm-hmm. after things get better. But I'm just saying, young, see me on the road in the right way now. Okay. Yeah. Well, thanks everybody for listening. This has been a pod called Gals. Yeah.
conversations, our interpretation, behaving persuasion. That's the way that we give it to 